Good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Rainy, and um, I lead the Happy East Valley uh, House Church with Mike. And um, let's open in prayer. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time this morning that we can come and hear your word. Um, Father God, I pray that um, our hearts will be receptive to whatever you're speaking to us uh, this morning. And Lord, we give this time to you. Um, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, today's scripture reading from the One app is uh, chapter, oh, sorry, Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 52. Um, in those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own Town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in a swaddling cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region, There were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that he had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem and to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male who first opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came in the, in the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child, Jesus, to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, "'Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace.' According to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, 
a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And his father and mother marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign that is opposed. And a sword will pierce through your own soul also, so that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived with her husband seven years from when she was a virgin, and then as a widow until she was 84. She did not depart from the temple, worshiping with fasting and prayer night and day. And coming up at that very hour, she began to give thanks to God and to speak of him, all who were waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. And when they had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up according to custom. And when the feast was ended, as they were returning, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents did not know it. But supposing him to be in the group, they went a day's journey. But then they began to search for him among their relatives and acquaintances. And when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem searching for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. And when his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us so? Behold, your father and I have been searching for you in great distress. And he said to them, Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? And they did not understand the saying that he spoke to them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was submissive to them. And his mother treasured up all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and men. Um, So this chapter is largely summarized into, I guess, four main sections. Um, The birth of Jesus and his humble beginnings. Second is the angelic visitation that led the shepherds to Bethlehem to see Jesus. And third is um, Jesus being presented at the temple. And lastly, um, a 12-year-old Jesus at the temple who astonished everyone with um, his knowledge. And what stood out to me um, during this, uh, reading this scripture were two things, um, our obedience and also God's faithfulness. So Mary, Joseph, and the other characters um, in this chapter uh, were very good examples of uh, their obedience to God's calling, which led to God's purposes and promises, uh, I guess, coming to fruition. We know the story in the previous chapter starts with Angel Gabriel um, visiting Mary and informing her that she would conceive despite being a virgin. And we also know that Joseph wanted to send her away secretly until he had a dream where God basically told him that um, uh, this was part of his plan. So I can't even imagine how puzzled both of them must have felt, but they both obeyed as they were told. Um, and because of their obedience to God's calling, it became a I guess pivotal moment in history as well. Um, and our scripture reading today starts off with uh, Caesar 
requesting for a census to be taken. And uh, Joseph went to register with Mary, who was with child, we see in verse 5. And um, I can imagine they probably would not want to be seen, like given their circumstances, but they still obeyed and trusted in what God said to them through the angel. So as we read on, um, God shows that he is faithful to his promises through a string of events, which they would not have probably witnessed or experienced if it wasn't for their first step of obedience. Um, And then next we see the shepherds also had an encounter with the angel and believed the message that was given to them. And uh, because of this, they went on to search for the baby uh, wrapped in a cloth in a manger. And as a result of their obedience, um, they had the privilege of meeting Jesus, which again would not have happened if they doubted or um, did not set off on this journey. And actually come to think of it, it sounds rather odd to be told to go in search for a baby in a manger who would be the savior of the world. And I think if I try to rationalize this, um, and if I heard it in this day and age, it would probably be fair for me to say that I would have doubted more than being filled with excitement or um, move into action. But the shepherds clearly set off on their journey, and um, we know that the prophecy that was told to them translated into reality, because in verse 20, it says that, After this, the shepherds returned, glorifying God for all they had heard and seen as they were told. So here we see once again that um, God is faithful to his promises. And amidst all these things that were happening, um, in verse 19 it says, you know, Mary treasured all the things that the shepherds told them about Jesus, and she pondered them in her heart. And at this point, I would probably be shocked at what was going on um, but she held on to her trust in God and every word um, that he said. So she kept these prophecies to herself and um, probably also had some kind of conviction that something greater you know, would be revealed. And then the story moves on to a guy named uh, Simeon uh, who was told that he would meet Jesus before he dies. And he also held on to this and trusted in what he heard. And like the shepherds, he had the privilege of meeting Jesus before he died. And we know that he believed God's prophecy because in verse 29, he says, "Um, Lord, you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. So going back to uh, Mary and Joseph, um, you know, they got to witness all the prophecies that were said about Jesus. They also witnessed how their son grew in wisdom and favor with God. And if it wasn't for their trust and obedience in what God had spoken to them, um, all these things would not have happened or they would not be the person witnessing all these God encounters and and these amazing things. So I guess um, this is pretty applicable to me in this season because um, I've been dealing with um, a lot of challenges at work um, arising from just generally dealing with people um, as opposed to the work itself. Um, I don't doubt that God had, God is the one who brought me here, but at this time, um, I, 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 if I'm really honest, I am desperate to quit and I don't want to persevere. But I think this reading really encouraged me um, to be obedient to uh, God's calling in order to see his promises and his purposes come through. Um, and the reason why I would be able to do this is because 
um, God is faithful to his promises and his plans for us are always perfect. So if I had suddenly quit without God's blessing, I feel like I would be escaping the situation instead of overcoming. And I think I would miss out on the greater revelations that God um, has for me to witness. So the second thing um, I can look to is to recall his faithfulness um, and how he sustained me in the past during, I guess, the valley seasons. Um, And if he's able to do it then, then surely he is also able to do it now. So I guess um, the first step is our obedience and trust in God. And because of his faithfulness, um, we will be able to witness his promises, um, his goodness, and God's purposes being fulfilled. So to that end, um, uh, we, uh, let's move into uh, worship right now. Um, So is there anything that God is asking you to step into or obey, but there is reluctance um, in your heart because the situation doesn't make sense? Um, We know that God's ways are higher than ours and his thoughts are always beyond ours. So I feel we can trust him and step into uncertainties and the unknown because we know that he is faithful and his plans for us are always good. See you. 
Heavenly Father, um, we pray for those who have given us as family and friends. May we be true brothers and sisters, and may we be an encouragement to those around us. Help us to be a faithful witness. We especially pray for those who did not yet know you as Savior and Lord. Please allow us to be those who build up rather than tear down. We especially pray for those we know who are experiencing difficult and challenging times, who may be suffering physically, emotionally, or spiritually. Help us to be the ones to apply a healing balm. Give us added patience and insight to be those friends who stick closer than a brother. We pray for broken personal relationships and pray for your reconciliation and healing. Help us to make the first move. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, next, we move on to uh, corporate prayer, and we pray um, for our brothers and sisters who are suffering um, from cancer and um, you know, going through chemo and radiation therapy. And let's pray for God's um, healing to be on them. Next, we pray for um, uh, we pray for those who are ill, um, as well as need to hear the word of salvation. Uh, we pray that, um, um, in addition to um, God's healing, that they would also be healed spiritually and they would be receptive to hearing um, about Jesus and what He has done. Let's pray for those who are um, suffering from infirmities. Um, Again, we pray for God's healing hand to be with them and also God's protection and also pray for um, full healing to fall upon them. Next, let's pray for um, those who are looking for jobs. Uh, we pray for um, open doors and also pray for God.
to lead them into the right opportunities. Our mission focus today is, um, you know, let's pray for Japan. Um, Yeah, then let's pray for um, SPNY, and also let's pray for um, um, Kelly in India as well. for the missions council uh, we pray for uh, P. Samuel, Tim uh, Mike and also uh, John Koshi pray that they will um, be able to hear God very clearly and lead um, the church in, in all our mission work to glorify him Let's pray for SP Fam. Um, pray for my sister and also um, her leadership in this ministry. Pray for all the babies that needs to be, um, you know, placed in ultimately a, a permanent family home. And also pray for uh, and cover all the volunteers. Let's pray for the Friday night gatherings um, tonight. There's IP, SP Youth, um, and SPU. Pray that they will have a very um, powerful encounter with God. Let's pray for all the pregnant ladies at church. Uh, Pray for Rachel, Jessica, and also um, Catherine and others.
lastly, we pray for all the house churches that are meeting tonight. Um, yeah, let's pray for God's presence to be strong and pray for um, discussions to be heartfelt and open and just pray that they will be able to encourage each other and share truth in each other's lives. God, we thank you for this time uh, this morning that we can gather together and um, just start the day um, with you, Lord. Um, God, we just really thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness in our lives, Lord. And Father, I just pray that um, you will continue to um, you know, uh, help us, encourage us, and uh, uh, to walk into the purposes that you have um, in store in our lives uh, despite um, you know, the challenges and also despite any doubt in our hearts. Um, yeah, and God, I just pray that, um, you know, as we go about our day, uh, your presence uh, be with us. And also, um, I pray, Lord, that we would be able to continue to cultivate and de- deepen our relationship um, with you, Lord. Um, so we lift this time up to you. And yeah, we love you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.